Welcome to the Worshiping God podcast. In this podcast, I present thoughts on Christian ministry and ways to reach out into the world with the gospel message. This podcast is not intended to hurt or slander anyone, but to simply present a Christian worldview in today's secular climate. This podcast is also available as a blog at chuckheight.wordpress.com under the title Worshiping God. Please feel free to follow us there. If this is your first time with us, we want to say welcome. If you are a returning guest, welcome back. Mark 12:28. One of the scribes approached when he heard them debating and saw that Jesus answered them well, he asked him, Which command is the most important of all? Truth. A man came forward to ask Jesus a question and saw that Jesus answered them well. The word translated well is the Greek word kailos. It means rightly or correctly. The scribe recognized Jesus' authority and truthfulness. For the first time that day, someone was asking a straightforward question and looking for an honest answer. And this man was approaching Jesus. He wasn't just lost in the crowd, surrounded by a sea of faces, shouting out questions for Jesus to answer. He was making a personal appearance. He was approaching Jesus. He was making himself known to Christ. That may have been why his question was direct. Though some believe his question was a trap, I believe it was without pretense, without trickery, honest, and I believe he was looking for a truthful answer. Can you imagine the scene? The temple full of religious leaders trying to trap Jesus in foolish questions. The noise, the anger, the people yelling, animal sounds blending in with the crowd, bumping into each other as they made their way across the grounds to enter the temple. People passing by as they used the temple as a shortcut, even after Jesus had blocked their paths a day before. The businessmen selling and trading and exchanging money, keeping an eye on Jesus, wondering if he would overturn their tables for a second time that week. Customers arguing over the outlandish money exchange rates. And there is Jesus standing calmly, answering their questions. No signs of doubt on his face or in his voice. His time is drawing near. He knows it, but there are still things to do in this last week. A man comes close and asks him a question. It was private. It was personal to him. It was meaningful. Perhaps he was trying to see if Jesus could settle a rabbinic argument. Perhaps he wanted to see if Jesus agreed with him on this single issue. Which command is the most important of all? This is significant. For all questions up to this point, it come from groups of people. The Sadducees, the Pharisees, the elders, the Herodians, the Sanhedrin. They were asked with a degree of anonymity. We all know it's easy to ask a question from a crowd when you bear no responsibility to respond to the answer. We have all heard the anonymous accusations. We have all seen the crowd whipped into a frenzy. Think of the crowd at Jesus' trial. Someone shouts out, crucify him. Others join in and the crowd becomes increasingly louder 
until they are all screaming in one voice, crucify him. Every individual has responsibility, but the crowd is now acting in synchronization like a flock of birds seamlessly changing direction. The same crowd who joyously shouted Hosanna as Jesus entered the city now angrily shout crucify him. We see this today. Someone posts a comment on social media and a faceless, anonymous someone disagrees. They say something hurtful. They hurl names and make baseless accusations. They start a firestorm of vitriol and the world takes it as gospel. The post is despised and the facts are never realized and the person is tried by a court of social influencers. They are sentenced and canceled, and their voice is snuffed out, silent. Their reputation ruined by an unknown attacker, silence. No one knows or remembers the truth. No one cares. The religious leaders were the influencers of the day. They could keep you from the temple. They could turn everyone against you. They could have you imprisoned. The only thing they couldn't do was kill you. That was Rome's job. Why could they do these things? They claimed God's authority. The Jews looked toward the religious leaders to guide them to God and to walk them through their daily life. They were the keepers of the law. They preserved social order. They had respect and they commanded fear from the people. They had cornered the market on interpreting God and talking for him. But God had turned his ear away from them a long time ago. God's people were in a state of rebellion and had stopped listening to God and God had stopped talking to them. There was no worship. As the world moved further and further from God, it also moved further and further from the truth. The religious leader that follows his own interest, the anonymous comment from someone pushing an agenda, The vicious lies, the unfounded rumor, all serve to separate us from the truth. Isn't that Satan's goal, to separate us from the truth? Isn't that Jesus' mission, to bring us back to the truth? Jesus says in John 8.32, You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus is talking about freedom from sin. He wasn't talking about personal freedom from slavery or freedom from debt or freedom from responsibility. He wasn't talking about the power of knowledge like so many of our libraries claim when you see this verse on their walls. He was telling the Jews that if they believed the truth, Jesus, then they would be free from the slavery of sin. This didn't mean they would never sin again, but their sins would be forgiven. Amidst the lies, the traps, the rumors, the evil plans, there is one scribe who asks a question. Maybe he was disingenuous in the beginning. Maybe he began the day mocking Jesus and searching for ways to discredit him. Maybe you and I fit in the same category. We have doubted. We have refused to believe. But if we open our eyes, we too will see there is something different about Jesus. Something we cannot explain away. And if we are honest with ourselves, we want to believe him. We yearn to know the truth. We see the failure of the world around us. We see the false narratives and we hear the lies from the crowd. Maybe it is time for us to simply ask an honest question of Jesus. Are you the truth? 
I know the answer. I pray you know or will know the answer too. Thank you for listening to the Worshiping God podcast. I hope you will share this podcast with friends and will return to hear new episodes. It is my prayer that you will be encouraged and uplifted in your own personal ministry through the thoughts and views that are shared here. Until next time, God bless.